You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello and welcome back. This season is slightly different to what I originally imagined season six would be and it's all about finding opportunity and adversity. It's been recorded between week five and six of the UK lockdown during the global pandemic and I chat to female business owners about how they have adapted their businesses and how they have found opportunities during these changing times. It's really my hope that you'll find little pieces of inspiration within each conversation from how we approach our working lives to the journey within that this time has really encouraged us to take. Let's dive right in. Hi Millie, thank you so much for joining me today. Why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Okay, uh, hi, so I'm Millie, like you said. Um, I am 22 years old and I'm a family and newborn photographer. Um, based in Southwell. And so when you talk about family and kind of newborn photography, is that in a studio setting? What, how does that look like? Um, so the majority of it is in the studio. Um, I previously did it from people's homes and was completely mobile, but in September I opened my studio in Southwell. Um, but I do also do like outdoor shoots especially now coming to summer perfect time to do family shoots outdoors they're a lot a lot easier especially with little ones running around (laughs) yeah I guess there's always something to keep them entertained definitely it's one of the biggest things (laughs) so we we've been kind of chatting and we connected well over a year ago I think and then um you you were still very much kind of I think you were finishing your university actually at the time yeah I was in my final year (laughs) yeah and you were kind of the big dream was to take the business full-time and Mm. and then a few months later you kind of just announced that you were opening a studio (laughs) and it was really kind of exciting yeah I mean it all happened very fast um so I actually started kind of the business it wasn't really a business it was just an idea and um, 2018 when I was almost on the road from uni I was working for my dad um, and I knew that I wanted to do something in photography but I had no idea and then yeah it kind of it's a little bit weird I like one day it came up on my Facebook memories of a picture that I'd done from a family friend they'd asked me to come and take pictures of their new baby and all of a sudden it dawned on me like why don't I just try this out so I put a post on Facebook and had like 10 responses, which at the time I was like, that is crazy. I didn't realise that many people would be interested. Um, and kind of went from there. I was doing it uh, weekends. I was coming back from Manchester to Nottingham every weekend throughout final year. And then I graduated in the July and opened the studio in the September. <laughs> so it was it was very quick. It wasn't... It wasn't planned, but that's what I was going to do. I knew I wanted to open a studio and I think it was just kind of right place, right time that we found it. That's it. I think things just kind of fell into place and and you took that opportunity. Yeah, it was 
I mean, it was a huge risk at the time um, because I had just graduated. I had no job. So I was like, this could either like really fail or hopefully, fingers crossed, go really well. And it's going in that direction at the minute. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, amazing. And so at the beginning of 2020, I think we all had grand plans in terms of you know, where we were going to take our businesses and what we were going mm. to do. Obviously, you were part of my group coaching program. So I kind of yes. know a little bit more about the kind of goals that you had set for yourself, which you actually did kind of reach as we were coming to the end of those three months. But yeah. how did the kind of grand plans for the, the entire year change, I suppose, given the, the circumstances now? And how did you have to adapt? Um, so like, you know, um, one of my main goals was to get to the point where I had bookings in advance. So I kind of knew like next month, how much work I had, what I was doing. Um, because a lot of the time in family photography as well, I think people will book maybe like a few weeks in advance and it was getting to the point where I kind of only knew what I had like next week and after that I had no idea so that was my biggest goal to have maybe one two three months in advance um and like you say when we were doing the coaching I I had reached that and I had bookings for like March April so I felt like I just got there and then the lockdown happened (laughs) which meant that obviously all shoots were postponed and all future bookings have stopped. I mean, I've got people saying that they're going to book, but obviously everything's so up in the air at the minute. No one knows when we're going to be able to work again. So I kind of, yeah, it was it was really hard actually at the start because I thought I've just got to where I wanted to be and mm-hmm. now this has happened. Um, and I was especially gutted because for April... I had like five newborns born within like two weeks. I was like, oh, this is just, it was like, I was gutted for the families, for me as well, but mainly for the families because that's what they'd planned to do. And those, I mean, I'm not a mum, but you all know as well, like that those first few days, weeks, they change massively. Um, So that was kind of, one of the big things that I was concerned about I also wanted them to know that I I was trying to think of a way to still get those moments so at the start I created kind of an at-home newborn photography guide um it was very it was basic because um obviously it has to be um so I did it on my phone I just had a beanbag and I did it or on a bed um and just created this guide and it, I was so pleased with like the response I got from photos back and I edited them um so that it was still in the style that they wanted and it worked really well so I was really pleased with that and then I have also recently just started a FaceTime series as well <laughs> yeah and I, so I wanted to talk to you about the um kind of newborn photography guide to begin with because I thought that was such a brilliant kind of idea that you had because it it meant that the families that were potentially losing out on kind of documenting those first few days or weeks 
could now actually had the tools to to kind of go away and do it themselves and I think that that's such a lovely way to kind of serving your community and serving your clients yeah it it like I wasn't sure whether they'd want to do it or be interested in doing it so I just sent them an email out and I was like look I'm thinking about doing this what do you think and they were all so excited about it I think also it it gives them something to do and like kind of I don't know a goal for them to have and I know photography isn't I'm guessing something that they do so it's also a new skill and yeah they were all all really excited about it so I was so pleased with that and it got us talking again and just letting them know that I'm still here and that when all this is over they can come back to me and I don't know kind of keeping that connection going yeah no I think that's a brilliant um brilliant way of doing that like you say mm. kind of letting them know that you you do kind of care and you're still there to support them uh, as clients and then obviously when everything kind of goes back to normal ish where you're able to kind of <laughs> pick, pick back up from where you left off yeah yeah that's yeah. hopefully the plan <laughs> and so tell us a little bit about the FaceTime sessions um so this is something that I saw quite a few people doing I'd I'd thought about it but I thought no this is just crazy I thought I'm not I don't know if that's like a thing but then I started seeing people doing it I was like oh okay so other people have got this idea as well so I messaged um a girl that I had done a maternity shoot with previously um so obviously I've met her we get on really well she's lovely um and she'd already had her maternity photos done so I said to her look I'm wanting to test out this idea of FaceTime photo shoots would you be up for it because I thought if it goes wrong then it's okay she's already got her maternity photos um and she was like yeah that sounds so fun and um we just we did it and uh, I'm not gonna lie I did basically just wing it <laughs> I've tried to direct her into like the positions that I'd normally put her in but it was so hard to do over mm-hmm. um over the phone because obviously this screen was kind of flipped um so I had no idea what they were going to look like I came out of it and I was so pleased I was so pleased with it and yeah like obviously on FaceTime the photos aren't the best quality so the original photo is obviously of the phone screen and then I took photos of my phone and it looked so much better and she was like you know what I actually really like that that it's got the phone in it because then obviously looking back in the future if her baby who will then be grown up then says why are you on a phone Mm -hmm. it's an amazing reminder of this time when we were all in lockdown (laughs) and that connection that we all had to have yeah so it worked out really well actually it was something something different and challenged me which I liked yeah and so this leads me on to I guess my next question because I know that throughout this as hard as it has been and I think particularly for the photographers that I have spoken to obviously having to completely stop work hasn't been easy but you found a way to turn it around and found a way to tap into new kind of bits of creativity I guess so and I know that that's something that you've kind of um 
really had the time to kind of discover again. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so like you say, it was really kind of difficult when it first happened because I thought, what am I actually going to do? I think at the start also, we didn't know how long it was going to go on for. For all I knew, it could have like, I don't know, been like two weeks. So I think it took a little while for it to sink in and to actually realise like it's I don't know how long it's going to go on for so and I thought I just need to take photos for like my own sanity really it's kind of the thing like once I'm in it taking photos and like the creative process editing it I'm not thinking about anything else so it's really nice time for me to switch off um and initially I started taking photos of um, like a, a doll, a baby doll, which was the doll that I used for the newborn guides because it, it's really realistic. So I was like, I'm going to practice on this, which I did. And then I was like, I can't keep posting photos of a fake baby. So <laughs> I asked my brother and his girlfriend, who was living with us at the time, um when we go on our walk tonight can I take some photos of you <laughs> and they were like yeah okay um I had no idea what I was actually going to do um but we went out and I just I just kind of took photos of what was happening on the walk directed them a bit and it turned out really well and but complete opposite from everything on my Instagram feed before um, because my style was very white, um, like clean, crisp, very like pure, I would say. And all the photos were taken in my studio, which is completely white. The babies would be wearing a white vest. Um, everything like that, so that all focus was on the baby. Um, but when I did these photos, obviously they were out in a field, there was a lot more colour, it was a complete different editing style. And I was like, I love this. Like, if I think the thing that made me realise was when I'm looking at other people's work, that's what I like to see. So why can't I create that, I guess? Mm-hmm. Um which is then what I started doing. And you know, Anna, like I was nervous to post those photos on my Instagram because I'm such a like perfectionist with the feed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and because it was all white, I was like, I don't know if it's, it's not going to fit in. It's going to look strange. It's a complete different style. What people are going to think. And I remember um, one of the girls on the call on our coaching call saying like like we change all the time like your style of clothing last year is different to this year and you don't like really care about what people think about that and that's the same as your style of work and that was probably the thing that made me realize like yeah I shouldn't care I should just create what I want to create and if you look on my Instagram now it's like (laughs) probably the complete polar opposite to each other um but my like engagement is up I'm getting a lot more messages and comments on my post and I think that people are just connecting with my work a lot more because it's more authentically 
what I want to create really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, I guess what it comes down to in terms of allowing yourself to kind of try something new Mm. and then allowing yourself to actually say, I'm not going to follow this very strict kind of grid. I'm going to (laughs) mix things up a little bit just so that it, it allows you to, um, kind of discover that creativity and, and allows you to play around with things it's not quite you're kind of not confined to this strict kind of guide that you have to follow <laughs> yeah I, I I was definitely like stuck in this this is what I'm doing I can't create anything else and if I do then I'm not going to post it yeah um, because it doesn't go with it <laughs> yeah well not to say that a curated feed isn't a nice feed to look at but when it oh yeah kind of stops you from being able to creatively express yourself that's kind of where you have to look at you know what's actually more important is it that creativity and you really enjoying your work or is it keeping a very consistent theme not to say that you might you know in a few months time you might want to revert back to that but but it's yeah. it's allowing yourself to be flexible I guess oh definitely yeah I mean I'm I'm not like I don't know I'm I wouldn't say I'm a lot happier now but I'm a lot I feel a lot more content with the work that I'm creating and I think it'll be really nice when everything goes back to normal or as normal as possible and I can go back to work and be in the studio and have the chance to kind of have the babies in there and create this new style I mean the photos that I take will be pretty much the same because it's what I like to create but in a different way and I think this time has just it's given me a chance to think about if I have nothing else to do what would I like to create Mm. um which I've never had before um because I just didn't have the time or I didn't make the time to think about it I was stuck in the routine of this is what I do and this is how it's gonna be I guess yeah so it's really given you that time to kind of go back to basics and really actually look at what it is that you enjoy and creating from that place as opposed to looking at perhaps what others might want to see yeah definitely and it's weird because I thought that people would want to see kind of the I don't know the clean sort of feed that I had before um and inside my head I was thinking people don't want to see this new work that you're creating like just do it for yourself you don't need to post it um but then I just had like an urge inside of me that was like I need to post this to like see what I I don't know I think I needed to see that other people like appreciated it too and it wasn't just me and like I said I was so pleased with the response and even people I think the the biggest thing I was worried about was maybe new clients who would come to me for the style that I had before and then maybe not want to come to me now because of how different the feed looks um but I've been really surprised actually how many people are still who have said oh um like my baby's a few months old now I was gonna book you a few months ago and then I never got round to it and they're still wanting to book now and I'm thinking okay 
you like it's still it hasn't changed anything <laughs> yeah yeah and I guess you've also been looking at creating some self-portraits so you've also been exploring your creativity through that as well yeah <laughs> I I'm not I've never kind of be, had like a problem with um showing my face on social media um I did to start with I think I think that was my own insecurity to begin with um that I didn't want to show myself because at the time I was 20 at the time so I thought people would maybe see me and think oh she looks young I'm like not gonna take like not take me seriously um but I've seen like the impact that showing your face and your authentic self has um on me when I watch other people's Instagram stories and see them post self-portraits I feel like I connect with them more um which is what I've been trying to do um but also with these self-portraits I've done recently I've been playing around with it a bit incorporating like different objects like flowers and stuff to challenge that creativity and also have the challenge of actually trying to take a good photo of myself yeah which is which is hard when mm. when you're kind of used to you know always being behind the camera isn't it yeah it's really hard um I mean I've done it many times and it's gone really wrong I've never posted it but <laughs> um the other day when I did it I was like some of them were out of focus completely and you can't really tell it's me but I thought I'm still gonna post it because it's not a perfect photo but we don't always want to see perfect photos no so, and I guess that again that kind of stretches that um idea of what is a good photo or you know what do people actually like to see but many of the photos or images that I love to look through aren't in focus they're not necessarily strictly they don't follow the strict kind of guidelines mm. of a technically good photo um so yeah. again it's just kind of pushing those creative boundaries the self-portraits has actually been really good for me actually because it's like like i was saying with the blurry ones they were some of my favorite and it's made me realize that if i like that photo of myself and it's blurry and it's not perfect and it's like slightly off center then someone else is gonna like that same sort of photo of themselves and their family yeah yeah and that opens up a whole new world of possibility I guess it does yeah because it it gets rid of the pressure the mm -hmm. pressure that mm -hmm. I was putting on myself no one's ever put pressure on me but myself mm -hmm. um and I think you have kind of expectations for yourself and if I didn't think I was meeting them then I would put myself down and put it down as being like a bad photo shoot or a bad day when in reality they were part like the clients love them so why why am I being so harsh on myself yeah <laughs> we've all done it <laughs> so <laughs> if there was kind of any advice that you could give someone who is running their own business during this time what would it be um I think for me the biggest thing has been like slowing down and switching off which is so easy to do right now and not easy to do in everyday life 
Um, but I would say just try and make time to do that because I, and I think most people get caught up like in the world of like imposter syndrome and comparison and not feeling like you're doing good enough. And I think a lot of that comes from social media, whether that's like me with my own feed, I was putting pressure on myself or looking at other creatives and comparing yourself. like. I would check on a lot of people's Instagram feeds and then it would instantly make me feel like I wasn't doing well enough. I mean, I've never met them. They could be like the nicest person in the world, but I would just say, just take a break from anything on social media that makes you get in that mm-hmm. self-doubt mm-hmm. zone and, and just focus on yourself and what you like to do because that's what I did. And for some reason it completely fit to switch and changed the way I thought about things completely yeah that's amazing I think I've found as well that giving myself that headspace that time away from um Mm. maybe the day-to-day and the routines that I'm kind of forced myself into um it's really given me time to just play around and be kind of creative in ways that I wouldn't normally make time for so that's been amazing yeah I think I think there's been a lot of changes, but I think one of the biggest things for me as well into my daily routine has been the daily walks I've been doing because I'm, I like never did that before. Yeah, um, yeah. And it gives you that headspace and I don't know, I'm finding inspiration in things that I never even noticed before. Yeah. Just like nature and the things around me that I've never even taken an appreciation for before, which is really nice. It is, yeah. No, I definitely resonate with that. So, um, to finish off, where can people find you? Um, so on Instagram, I'm at obabyphotog, <laughs> like photography, but without the end bit. Um, and on Facebook, I'm obaby photography, but I spend ninety nine percent of my time on Instagram. <laughs> don't we all <laughs> <laughs> amazing thank you so much for joining me today thank you thank you so much for tuning in as always i'd be so so grateful if you could leave a review on itunes so that other female creatives can find this podcast too